Brothers and sisters, I greet you once again in the wonderful name of Yahweh, the Father of our Master and the Savior, Yeshua Hamashiach. It's another beautiful day in paradise. It's Monday, October 5th, 2020. I trust that you had a wonderful and refreshing weekend and is now ready to take on Monday. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Today's word is captioned, Bring your A-game. Bring your A-game. After this, you're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. Dictionary.com says that a game is a person's best effort, abilities, or achievement. Are you bringing your A game? Do you have an A game, brothers and sisters? Proverbs 11.30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth soul is wise. In other words, the fruitage of the righteous man consists in wise and helpful words and actions, and these become to others a tree of life that feeds body and soul. Also, the example of a good man promotes spiritual health and leads to eternal life. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? This is the A-game. Bring your A-game, brothers and sisters, for the forces of darkness have brought their A-game and they are taking out men and women, boys and girls, all over the world and we have got to counter the forces of darkness with Yahweh of hosts at our side with Yahweh of hosts before us we have got to bring our a game in saving many breaking down the kingdom of darkness and build up the kingdom of Yahweh let us pray father in heaven as we look at your word today I trust that you would open though our hearts our minds and help us to receive your word that we may be a light shining in the dark place, and we may be able to lead someone to you, I pray, Father. Touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray, in your Son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen. Bring your A game. I know many of you have looked at basketball, you have looked at the Bulls, you have looked at the Lakers, you have looked at all of those top basketball franchises. And you have seen the greatest players come to the court, bringing their A game, winning championships after championships. And if they didn't bring their A game, or if that particular MVP did not bring his A game, the team would lose. So you understand what it means to bring your A game. This is the game of life, and Satan is playing for keeps. Yahweh also wants souls in his kingdom, and Satan wants souls in hell brothers and sisters it is you and me who yahweh has called in helping to tear down the kingdom of darkness and build up the kingdom of heaven the church of mashiach or christ is yahweh's appointed agency for the salvation of men its mission is to carry the gospel to the world and the obligation rests upon all christians that is critical that is serious business 
Everyone, to the extent of his talent and opportunity, is to fulfill the Savior's commission. The love of Yeshua revealed to us makes us debtors to all who know him not. Yahweh has given us light, not for ourselves alone, but to shed upon them. Let us look at Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28, it's a very well-known passage of scripture. This is the command from the commander in heaven. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. And Yeshua came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Yeshua himself, captain of heaven's host, of heaven's army, he who was and is and is to come, creator of heaven and earth, redeemer of the world, said, Go. This is the command, your marching orders, my marching orders. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And he assured us that he will be with us. He will be with us. So if Yahweh, if Yeshua himself has given this command, the King of Kings and Master of Masters, it is coming from someone who we should not take lightly, who we should not take for granted, for he gave his life on the cross. He gave his life on a cruel tree, was murdered, so that by the shedding of his blood, your neighbor, my neighbor, your co-worker, my co-worker, the stranger who you meet on the road, would have eternal life by hearing this gospel presented to them. If we would humble ourselves before Yahweh, and be kind and courteous and tender-hearted and pitiful, full of pity, there would be 100 conversions to the truth where now there is only one. This is a quote from the pen of inspiration, one of our prolific writers. She is saying here, if we would humble ourselves before Yahweh and be kind and courteous, brothers and sisters, having a dogmatic attitude, having a bombastic attitude, having an attitude of bigotry, having an attitude that we are higher and mightier than anyone else will not win souls into the kingdom, but it will turn away people from coming to Yahweh. Are you listening to me today? Are you hearing what I am saying to you today? We are not supposed to be dogmatic, egotistical bigots. We are supposed to be loving. We are supposed to be kind and helpful. We are supposed to mingle with our neighbors because we are the salt of the earth. Can you ever salt your meat or your chicken or your fish by putting the salt on the left and putting the meat on the right and say, salt, it will never happen. You have got to put that salt upon that meat. You have got to mingle, brothers and sisters. People must see and feel you. People must taste you. You must have a preserving effect, a healing effect. You must have a lasting effect upon the lives, on the minds, on the hearts of men and women and those who you come into contact with. You have got to come into contact with them, not being aloof, not standing afar off as the Pharisees and the scribes who did not want to mingle with those who were sinners in their, in their 
their minds, the publicans, they didn't want to mingle with the heathen or the Gentiles. They did not want to do that. And that is why they failed at soul winning miserably. And Yeshua came to show them the way to win souls into his kingdom. 1 Peter 3 verse 15 says, But sanctify Yahweh your Elohim in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. There it is, with meekness and fear. Yes, you may ask me why I am a Seventh-day Adventist, but I must not be dogmatic, I must not be condescending, I must not be proud, I must not lift myself up as if I am higher than them, because Yahweh said, Yeshua said, I have other sheep which are not of this fold, and they he will bring into the one fold with the one shepherd. So there are sheep out there that we must help to bring into the one fold, and Yeshua will bring them in. So we are not supposed to be afar off. We are not supposed to be thinking that we are higher and mightier than anyone, because a lot of those sheep are going to come into the Seventh-day Adventist church, and a lot of the Seventh-day Adventists are going to lose their souls because they were not really sheep. They were just goat or tears holding back the progress of the kingdom. Yes, this is a tough word. The ministry of Yeshua was in marked contrast to that of the Jewish elders. Their regard for tradition and formalism had destroyed all real freedom of thought or action. They lived in continual dread of defilement. To avoid contact with the unclean, they kept aloof, not only from the Gentiles, but from the majority of their own people, seeking neither to benefit them nor to win their friendship. By dwelling constantly on these matters, they had dwarfed their minds and narrowed the orbit of their lives. Their example encouraged egotism and intolerance among all classes of other people. There are other sheep out there that we must win. We have got to go to them. We must not behave as the, like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. We should not behave like them. Are we Seventh-day Adventists behaving this way? Are we guilty of behaving this way? Brothers and sisters, too many churches out there do not want to come to the other church, do not want to visit the other church, do not want to go and witness to the other church because why? They, are, they don't want to be contaminated. Everyone is staying in his or her corner. All the churches have, have stove piped. They're all in their own lane, staying in their own lane. We don't want to get contaminated, you see, because we are the higher ones. We are the truth. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light, but we are hiding our light and we are not bringing the light to them. Yeshua began the work of reformation. Listen to me carefully. Yeshua began the work of reformation by coming into close sympathy with humanity. He did not stay in heaven and say he's going to die up there. He came down to earth. He became like one of us. He became like one of his brethren, brothers and sisters. He humbled himself even to the death of the cross. You can be like Yeshua by humbling yourself and going out into the highways and the byways, meeting the drunkards, the prostitutes, the thieves, meeting everybody out there. It doesn't matter of their social status. They don't have to be wearing a suit going to a high-paying job. They don't have to be wearing a, a, a jacket. They don't have to be driving the top-of-the-line um, vehicles for you to go to them and seek them out. They don't have to have on the best-smelling perfume or cologne or the best haircut or hairdo. No, go for those people who are bums, those who are the so-called cast-out, those 
those who are the scourge of society. This is who Yeshua mingled with. The publicans, those who were possessed with demons, those who were thieves, those who were seen in the eyes of the Pharisees and the Sadducees as outcast brothers and sisters. So Yeshua came and while he showed the greatest reverence for the law of Yahweh, he rebuked the pretentious piety of the Pharisees and tried to free the people from the senseless rules that bound them. He was seeking to break down the barriers which separated the different classes of society that he might bring men together as children of one family. His attendance at the marriage feast was designed to be a step toward effecting this. Yeshua went to a marriage feast in Canaan where he turned the water into wine. He did not stay away and say he is not going between these people. He went out there because he had a mission to save many and he cannot save who he cannot see. He cannot save who he cannot touch. He cannot save who he cannot feel like. For he was in all ways tempted like as we are, but without sin. He became like one of us, our high priest, that he may be able to stand up for us before his father and plead our case before him. That is why he became like one of us. So we have got to meet the people where they are. We have got to bring our A game, brothers and sisters. Are you hearing me today? Let's look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Brothers and sisters, this is power packed. This is what I call dynamite. These verses in these verses have all of the ammunition that we need so that we can be true light and salt. We are hiding our light under a bushel because we are not going to them and bringing the light to them. We are telling them to come to the light. But brothers and sisters, Yeshua left heaven. He was the light. He came to earth, this earth of darkness, and he brought light into the world of darkness. Yes, many people rejected the light because men's heart loved darkness rather than light. But you and I are commissioned by Yeshua to go into all the world and preach the gospel, teaching them to absorb all things whatsoever he has commanded you and baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And he said, yes, I will be with you all the way, even unto the end of the world, even to the gallows, even to the hangman's noose, even to the prison, even in the grave, I will mark your grave so that when I shall come in the clouds of glory and blow the trumpet with the voice of the archangel and with the shout and the trump of Yahweh, you shall be risen from your sleep. So brothers and sisters, lose your life for Yeshua and you shall find it, but hide your life and put it away. You shall lose it. Listen to what I'm telling you today. Yeshua came to this world in humility. He was of lowly birth, the majesty of heaven, king of glory, the commander of all the angelic host. He humbled himself to accept humanity and then he chose a life of poverty and humiliation. He had no opportunities that the poor do not have. Toil, hardship and privation were a part of every day's experience. Foxes have holes, he said, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no way to lay his head. You can find that in Luke 9, 58. 
He was the true light indeed. John chapter 1 verse 4 to 5 says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. What if Yeshua had only stayed with his kind, with his own people? What if he had only healed the Jews or fed them? What if he had only delivered those who were demon-possessed, who were Jews? Brothers and sisters, this would have been a travesty. It would have been counterproductive to the plan of salvation. For when Yeshua hung upon the cross between heaven and earth with his arms outstretched, there was no barrier between him. There was no distance between him because as far as the east is, from the west so far is his love for us brothers and sisters as high as the heaven is above the earth so high is his love for us my brothers and sisters if yeshua emptied himself of all the riches in glory and came down from his position as king and creator of heaven and earth my brothers and my sisters what about you and me and going out and bringing the gospel this gospel of the kingdom to the lost and dying I am thankful that Yeshua did not seek the admiration or the applause of men. Today, so many people, look at these televangelists. Look at these people with these big congregations with tens of thousands of people, 20,000 people, 15,000 people, 10,000 people. Look at them, televangelists, only in it for filthy lucre. They are not concerned with the souls of men and women. They are concerned with promulgating of the gospel for a reward. They want to be paid. They have their jets. They have the best cars. They have the best homes. They have bodyguards. They have firearms. Brothers and sisters, these people are our hirelings. These people will receive their just recompense from the great shepherd, from Yeshua himself. He did not quote the favor of the wealthy and honored of the world. He did not claim a position among the leaders of the nation. He dwelt among the lowly. He set at naught the artificial distinctions of society, the aristocracy of birth, wealth, talent, learning, rank. He ignored all these and he became poor for you and for me. This is a great lesson and example for us as we go and we witness to others. Let us not pick and choose who we go to, but when we meet the first person on the road, we should tell them of the love of Yahweh and we should give them a word of hope, brothers and sisters. He ate with the publicans and sinners and mingled with the common people. Not to become low and earthly with them, but in order by precept and example to present to them the right principles and to uplift them from their earthliness and debasement. He did not go out there and mingle with them and that he was contaminated. He came to minister unto souls. He did not go out there and laugh at their foolish jokes and chimed in with their, with their slackness. He did not go out there and drink with them. He did not go out there and party with them and say he's trying to win them. Brothers and sisters, you don't have to go out on the festival grounds when there's, when there's festival going on and there's juve and jumping up and debauchery and wantonness and all this carnalness being flashed about looking so debased and say that you are going out there to witness. The devil will laugh at you and angels would not dare follow you there. Brothers and sisters, he that winneth soul is wise. In this our day, the opportunities for coming into contact with men and women of all classes and many nationalities are much greater than in the days of Israel. 
The thoroughfares of travel have multiplied a thousandfold. Look at the street today. They're bustling and hustling with people, with pedestrians, with vehicles. Look at the skies. Planes are going to and fro. Look at the trains. The trains are filled with people going from country to country, from state to state. Brothers and sisters, we have more opportunity today to win souls for Yahweh's kingdom. Many are dying and going to a Christless grave while the church sit down on its laurels and twiddling its fingers and looking at each other in the face and finding fault and having competition between choirs, having competition with the prayer warriors, having competition with the pastors, having competitions with the church districts. This is not what's supposed to be happening today. We are supposed to be bringing our A game and Satan has already brought his A game from Adam to the last soul on the earth today. We have got to bring our A game, brothers. This is serious. This is a battle for the souls of men and women and for your own salvation. Like Yeshua Hamashiach, the messengers of the Most High today should take their position in these great thoroughfares where they can meet the passing multitudes from all parts of the world. Like him, hiding self in Yahweh, they are to sow the gospel seed, presenting before others the precious truths of the holy scriptures that will take deep root in mind and heart and spring up into eternal life. He said, go to the ants, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Look at those other people who we look at. We look at some denominations who stand by the road corner with tracks in their hand given out and in their ties and in their jackets. We look at them and sometimes we smile, but they have a fire even though they have error. They have a fire in them and they are going out and they are presenting the gospel while some are sitting back and waiting for the church to give them a portion. Brothers and sisters, the latter rain is falling all around us and many people are being soaked while many are dry like salt. We have many friends and we think that being their friends is enough. Being their friend is not enough. Let me tell you why. Friendship alone does not win people to Yeshua. That's a fact. Let me break it down for you. We might have many friends, people we enjoy being with and who enjoy being with us. But if we never tell them what Yeshua means to us and how he changed our lives, our friendship may make little eternal difference. As a matter of fact, when you are going into the pearly gates and they are going to hell, how will you feel? Do you think that you will get in? You had many opportunities. They were always in your presence. You didn't feed them with the word, but you talked about secular things. You talked about movies. You talked about trips. You talked about clothes. You talked about money. You talked about this. You talked about that, but you did not tell them about the love of Yeshua and what he has done for you in your life. You didn't give them the personal testimonies. So guess what? Their blood is on your shoulder. Sure, we might be fun to be around. But Yahweh calls us to be more than just fun to be around. Friendship alone will not bring people to Yeshua, but unfriendly attitudes may drive people from Yeshua. So those of us who say that we have the truth, those of us who are Seventh-day Adventist Christians, who say that we have the truth, sometimes we drive people away from us because we, we lord it over them. We tell them that we have the truth, we have the Sabbath, but the Sabbath alone will not save us. If the Sabbath alone will save us, then Yeshua's death on the cross is in vain. And let me remind you that there are 10 commandments, not one. 
The Apostle Paul reminds us to speak the truth in love. Ephesians 4 and verse 15. The bonds of friendship are built when we agree with people as much as possible, demonstrate acceptance and compliment them where it is appropriate. How important that we make a habit of looking for the good in other people. There are those who seem to delight in looking for things that are wrong with others. They seem to delight if they can find something that someone has not done right, if for no other reason than that it makes them feel better about themselves. But let me give you a scripture that will counter this. Let me give you a scripture in Philippians 2, verse 3 and 4. It says, Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. We are supposed to show a genuine interest in the things of others, in their life, in their spiritual life. We are supposed to be there to encourage them, ensure that when they fall, we are there to give them a helping hand, that we are there to tell them we are praying for them, that we are there to help them run an errand, brothers and sisters, to bring a bag of grocery, to find out how they are doing, to find out how they're doing spiritually brothers and sisters this is what we have to do not look after our own affairs this is not what Yeshua called us to be selfish people or hermits if we would humble ourselves before Yahweh and be kind and courteous and tender-hearted and pitiful there would be 100 conversions to the truth where now there is one this is from sister Ellen G. White the church of Yeshua is Yahweh's appointed agency for the salvation of men. Its mission is to carry the gospel to the world, and the obligation rests upon all Christians, not the church, not the committees, not the conference, not the pastors, not the elders, but on every member. Let me say this again. And the obligation rests upon all Christians. It didn't say upon all churches. It says all Christians. So if you are called by the name of Yeshua, if you are called by the name of Yahweh, and you are living to his mandate, and you are upholding his principles, his commandments, his statutes, his judgments, then you are a Christian, and you are compelled to bring the gospel to the world. Everyone to the extent of his talent and opportunity is to fulfill the Savior's commission. If your talent is singing, well then bring the gospel in song. If your talent is preaching, bring the gospel in preaching. The laying on of hands and bringing healing to those who you touch, well then bring your A game. Because we are in critical time. We are in a critical part of earth's history, brothers and sisters. If it is playing music, playing the instrument, play the instrument, brothers and sisters, because when Saul was perplexed or possessed with a, a, an evil spirit, he called for David to play skillfully on the harp. And when David played skillfully on the harp and began to sing, the evil spirit will leave Saul. So brothers and sisters, bring your talents and stop playing in the band of Satan. Stop playing in all these bands that are, that are just playing the devil's music and singing the devil's music and turn your abilities and capabilities and your talents over to the kingdom of Yahweh and he will multiply it 100 fold brothers and sisters that is a guaranteed fact and as I come down to the end we need not go to heathen lands or even leave the narrow circle of the home if it is there that our duty lies in order to work for Yeshua 
We can go down to the bus stop. We can go down in the town or we can stand at one spot and we can walk with about 20 pieces of literature and we can give them out with a phone number on the back in case they want to call you to follow up. You can go into the taxi. If you're not driving, give out these literature. Even at your desk, you can give them out. So yes, we can do this in the home circle, in the church, among those with whom we associate and with whom we do business. Did you hear what I'm saying to you today? Bring your A game, brothers and sisters. We are in meltdown mode. The world is heading to its climax. The world is in critical meltdown mode. There's something ominous on the horizon coming up. And unless you are filled with Yahweh's Holy Spirit, unless you are filled with the latter rain, you will be left behind, my brother and my sister. And let those who take up this work make the life of Yeshua their constant study. Study the word. Let them be intensely in earnest, using every capability in Yahweh's service. Precious results will follow sincere, unselfish effort. From the great teacher, the workers will receive the highest of all education. But those who do not impart the light they have received will one day realize that they have sustained a fearful loss. So brothers and sisters, put your trust in Yahweh today and he will direct your paths. Let us pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. Because you have said in your word that we must not look to our own things, but we must look every man on the things of others. Let us go into the highways and the byways, spreading the gospel. For you have said in Matthew chapter 28, 18 to 20, Go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever you have commanded us, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And you are with us always. You have said that you are with us always, even unto the end of the world. So give us this dunamis power. Give us this Holy Ghost power, the latter rain, Father in heaven, that we may turn the world upside down like on the day of Pentecost while we deplete the kingdom of darkness and build up the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of glory. So Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the power to go out boldly and not fearful, boldly and not timidly, O Father in heaven. And we may be able to stand up on that day when you shall come to receive our eternal reward. This is my prayer, for I ask it in no other name but Yeshua, with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.